Hello, so we are back. Um, in case you hear any crunching, that is Berta eating lettuce, um, my tortoise. And in case you hear a dog start barking, it will probably be my neighbor's dog. So, anywho, chapter six, Blackstash in pursuit. She's getting away, Blackstash bellowed. Hurry up with Preston and Harbuckle and ready those barrels. Aye, Captain, came a shout from below. Through his glass, Blackstash saw the wasp gleaming, wasp's gleaming black hole race for the horizon, cutting a foam-white wake in the deep blue-green of the ocean. Blackstash had never seen a ship sail like that. He knew, na- er, he knew now that he no longer wanted only the wasp's treasure. He wanted the wasp herself. He'd strip her flag and fly his own on her mast. What flag should we be flying, Captain? First Mate Shmee leaned his bulging belly over the open chest of flags captured from the ships the sea devil has scuttled. Let's make it something colorful, said Blackstash. The Union Jack would do just fine, eh? She'd like that, wouldn't she? Kissing cousins? Blackstash liked the British flag. He had a dozen or more in his collection and felt especially proud when he sank a ship belonging to the Queen. Blackstash had no love for the Queen, no love for women of any sort, except for his ma. He had a real soft spot for his ma, and was truly sorry for the time he'd marooned her. "'What's the delay down there?' Blackstash thundered. On the main deck, several men were tying a fat crewman's ankles to his wrists behind his back so he looked like a rocking horse. A gag covered the man's mouth, or would have been or he would have been heard screaming for his life. The Union Jack was run up the, the Union Jack was run up the Sea Devil's mainmast and snapped loudly in the wind. Blackstash held the glass to his eye again, watching the retreating wasp, getting further away each minute. How do you plan to take her? said Smee, grinning. Fire? One of Blackstash's many tricks was to sail close to the, an, an, or another ship at night, and using a smoking barrel of tar, make it appear the sea devil had caught fire. His prey would turn and come to help, only to be rewarded for this act of mercy by being attacked. But Blackstash knew that even if he could get the sea devil close, the wasp's captain, Scott, was far too experienced to fall for that ploy. We'll have to think of something better than that, Blackstash said. The broken mask trick? Shmee slapped his leg. I love the broken mask trick. Back, er, Blackstash snorted. She's carrying the richest treasure ever taken to sea, he said. She won't fall for the broken mast. Below, the the crew had finished hog-tying the first man and had started on the second, also a portly fellow. He looked just terrified, his cries muffled by a gag. Blackstash smiled. He loved other people's misery. Captain, said Shmee, very timidly, why are they tying up Preston and Harbuckle? Preston and Harbuckle were both very good sailors, and Blackstash seemed to be preparing to toss them overboard for no good reason. Er, Blackstash spot a gob onto Mee's bare foot. Shmee, he said, I've decided we're going to take the wasp the old-fashioned way. Sir? I mean without cheating, said Blackstash. Without cheating? Shmee said, shocked. Blackstash always cheated. Not this time, said Blackstash. Captain Scott won't stop the wasp for no trickery. We gotta pure run her down, Shmee. But how, Captain, said Shmee, are we going to use the ladies? Blackstash sought Shmee a look of contempt, which sent a chill down Shmee's spine. 
You idiot, the captain sneered. We can't use the ladies on, his, on this heading. We've got to get a beam of the wasp, then turn down wind. Then we raise the ladies and run her down. But Captain, Shmi said timidly, how do we get a beam of her? She's fast as the wind and pulling away. Yes, said Blackstash. We need more speed, and that means we need to get some of, or get rid of some weight. So I've ordered the crew to throw most of our water overboard. He pointed toward the stern. Shmi turned and saw men rolling heavy wooden barrels toward the rail and heaving them over the side. Shmi gasped. Even for Blackstash, this was insane. At sea, there was nothing more precious than water. Nothing. Not even rum. Nobody ever threw water away. Captain, Shmi sputtered. Sir, we, 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 we can't. I, I, I mean, I... Shmi, said Blackstash, savoring his own malignant brilliance. Water is heavy, right? Y- yes, Captain, but... But... And if we run fast, we'll have a better chance of cas- catching the wasp, right? I... I, I suppose so, Captain, but... And when we wa- catch the wasp, we'll have the wasp's water, won't we now? Shmi fell silent now, finally grasping the lunatic plan. Don't you see, said Blackstash, it's a carrot for the men. They know we're carrying just enough water for a few days, so they know we have to catch the wasp in that time, or they'll die of thirst. Isn't it a fine plan, Mr. Shmi? Insane, thought Shmi, but what he said was, Aye, Captain, brilliant. Of course it's brilliant, said Blackstash. And to make it even more brilliant, I'm going to give the crew another carrot. Another one, Captain? Shmi did not like the sound of that at all. Yes, said Blackstash, admiring his own genius. Shmi, aside from water, cannon, and cargo, what are the two heaviest things on the sea devil? Shmi thought for a moment, then said, Well, that would be Preston and Harb. He looked down at the deck. There were where the two fat pirates had been hefted into the dory, which was now being lowered along the ship. You see, Shmi, said Blackstash, this'll teach the men they gotta work hard. They must be worth their weight to me, Shmi, or it's over the side. Shmi looked down at his own belly. It was not a small belly. Blackstash caught the look and smiled broadly, showing his brown toothed stumps. He continued to smile as the dory, with its squirming and terrified passengers, was cut loose and quickly fell behind the sea devil, growing smaller by the minute until it was gone, along with most of the sea devil's water. Good riddance, Blackstash growled, and he spat again, a major gob, this time hitting Shmi's other foot. He turned to face the crew, now watching him wearily. The dead weight is gone, men, he said, or picking up speed. He gestured toward the dot on the horizon. That was the wasp. She's a fast ship, but we're going to be faster. We better be, because your water rations are gone in three days' time. So work hard, men. Work hard if you don't want to join those two bales of lard drifting astern. Blackstash glared at the crew, daring anyone to challenge him. He w- er, his glare was met by a fearful silence. Good, said Blackstash. Now let's get more sail up. The pirates scurried into action as if their lives depended on it, which they did. Blackstash turned to Smee. I'll be in my cabin, he said. When I come back, I want that ship. He pointed to the distant wasp to be closer. If it's not, we'll have to toss some more weight over the side. He looked pointedly at Shmi's belly, then turned and stalked off. Shmi pushed the men hard all afternoon and ate no dinner after that.